Hey, I'm Uncomfortable Podcast listeners, Vanessa here, letting you know that we've been kind of going through a lot the past two weeks, and that's okay, but because of that, unfortunately, we do not have a latest episode for you. However, this is the chance to bring up an old episode that we loved and think could really benefit everyone right now, especially with inflation and things not getting any cheaper. So settle in and get ready to listen listen to an episode from season three, The Benefits of Thrifting with Ashley Morgan. Enjoy. Welcome back to season three of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. And today's topic is the benefits of thrifting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But as always, we start off with what's made us uncomfortable lately. Can't skip that. So Melissa, what's your uncomfortable moment to share? I'm in pain. I have a canker sore and I'm mad and I try to not make a bite on my lip on accident turn into a canker sore but because of my genetics and my family members also get canker sores I get canker sores too and it's just like a really sad thing that I'm going through right now so, so you're cranky because of I'm your cranky. canker sore <laughs> <laughs> that little laugh that giggle oh my god I'll give it to you that was a good one but you know Thank the you. fact that you're laughing at it <laughs> makes it less <laughs> you're like a dad I love jokes <sighs> But that does take away from the pain that I'm going through this week about it. So I love a little laugh. But yes, I have a canker sore. Anyone else out there get canker sores? Because I don't want to be alone here. Surprise, you're not alone. I've been uncomfortable lately too because I also have a canker sore. No, you don't. I do. (laughs) God, why do we have to go through this? I didn't know you got canker sores. I do. My mom lied to me as a kid and would tell me that they were caused by eating too many sweets yeah and i haven't had that many sweets so it must be false mm. and i googled it's it. also through stress yeah so yeah mm-hmm. which i have been part. very much lately <laughs> uh, i had to have a difficult conversation about needing my own space and moving out of my apartment and, that's right but, you know it wasn't even a difficult difficult conversation per se more like an honest one but i think being honest and then being forced to actually look for stuff caused stress and then the stress caused the canker sore and here we are canker sore sisters together forever i don't want that (laughs) i don't want that at all so let's just move away from that maybe we'll manifest ourselves away from getting canker sores and being in stressful situations by talking about something else so (laughs) let's get on with it shall we so today we actually have a very special guest joining us she's the president of an amazing organization called recycle to riches an organization that transforms pre-loved clothes into ecologically sound products and so much more Um, but before we bring her on let's delve into our own feelings about thrifting Mm -hmm. so vanessa are you uncomfortable with the idea of of thrifting Mm, how do i start where do i start with this like no i guess i'm not I'm not really uncomfortable with the idea of thrifting, and sometimes it's actually really fun to go Mm. thrift shopping. I just sometimes wish that I could be a little more creative. I know there are people out there who go thrift store shopping and, you know, turn ordinary items into these really amazing things, and Mm -hmm. I think my discomfort comes from the fact that I'd like to do more and learn how to, like, take old items and and use them and replace them for items that I'm thinking of buying. So it's not like I'm uncomfortable with thrifting per se, just I think I could be better at it, if that makes sense. That's 
No, that makes sense because I feel the same way too. Okay. Um, because I find myself, when I was thinking about this topic, I find myself going thrifting if I am looking for a cheaper alternative to something. And I, and I don't see it as a normal habit. I know that there's a lot of people out there, like you mentioned, that are very good at thrifting and, and making it part of their lifestyle um, and we'll talk more about this later when we have our interview or conversation with our guests today but it's it's become more of a lifestyle thing for people and I wish I could do that I wish I could be better at that um, and make it more of a habit versus like I'm going to do it once in a while right. and when I need to because it's always like you mentioned I'm always battling with the convenience of like buying something on Amazon. Right. Um, it's versus exactly yeah, what you want versus is there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like having to go to the thrift store and do put that effort in to search a little bit more than I would probably have to than going on Amazon and typing in what I need. Right. I um, mean getting it in two days or so. So yeah, I, I, I guess that makes me uncomfortable of like trying to fight that convenience over you know putting in a little bit more effort for something that probably will be more worthwhile in the end when I thrift it um so yeah well it sounds like you've been thrifting for a while now but I'm curious as to when it started for you because for me my first experience thrifting actually was not a positive one uh, looking back on it yeah so my mom had taken me to there's a Goodwill in Carson that I don't know if it still exists it's by the Ralphs it's, it does still it exist. It does still exist. Okay, so that was my first time being cognizant that we were thrift store shopping. And I don't, maybe we'd gone before that, but I didn't realize it. I don't know. Was um, this in elementary school? Yeah. It, well, well, it was closer to more of our middle school days. Okay. So maybe sixth grade. And, you know, we frequented like the Dollar Tree type of stores, 99 cents or like those kind of stores, which Mm -hmm. sometimes, depending on the area, can be kind of grimy, not going to lie. And so I guess to me, it didn't seem any different. And I was super excited because I was finding all of these clothes that I thought were cute. And Mm -hmm. I found this really cute jean skirt that I absolutely loved. Love a jean skirt in that time. Love a jean skirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the early 2000s. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) But then when I took it home, my mom was very clear that I was not supposed to tell anybody where I'd gotten the skirt. And I was like, are you kidding me? Everyone needs to know that they can get these clothes so cheaply over here. Why would you Mm -hmm. go to the mall or anywhere else? And she said, no. Because she was like, no, Anak, if you tell them that we bought that off the thrift store, they'll think we're dirty. Interesting. And I was so shocked, you know. And then from there, my perception was, okay, thrift store shopping means that you're, you know, a dirty peasant and you shouldn't tell anybody because it's a shameful thing. Which is why when thrifting became popular, I was like, hold on. Mm, skirt, rewind. Hold, I was told not to say anything, but now all y'all are singing along to the song and going out. But that's out what and I was going to say and... when you're telling that story. I was like, you had a positive experience thrift shopping, but then these, this external idea from your mom made it a negative experience, which is kind of sad. Like, I wish that that didn't happen because you would have, like, you would have been the trendsetter, girl. Yeah, because after that, I didn't want to go anymore because. I was thinking to myself, what is the point of going to this thrift store if it means I'm dirty? Why did we go mm. in the first place? We're not dirty people. Why would we yeah. go? And so I didn't want to go anymore after that. 
And so it was like years before I went thrifting again, even when it became popular again. Yeah. 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 See, for me, I, I was trying to think of my first experience thrifting and I remember doing it for we would go here and there. And by we, I mean me and my mom would go when we would donate clothes, we would actually go into the Goodwill and kind of check out what's there. And we wouldn't really have, um, and it was mostly for like when we were doing DIY projects. So like if I was doing something for like a costume we needed for school, for a school play, we would go there because we're going to cut up these clothes anyways. Why Mm -hmm. buy something Mm -hmm. brand new? Um, So I never saw it as a particularly like negative thing. I saw it more as like a thing to do when you're, when you have a project, which is kind of the, still that, I still have that mentality. I'm still trying to like um, evolve from that and make it more of something that I practice more often. Um, But yeah, I think that was more of my first experience. And then I remember later in high school, I would go with my aunt and my aunt still is like a thrift store queen to this day. We would (laughs) go and we would go to thrift stores and like, like you mentioned, depending on the area, it could either be a little grimy or it could be really nice like if you go to a really nice area like uh, adjacent to beverly hills goodwill you'll find really nice clothes there so yeah it's kind of this mixed bag of like it's for projects only and maybe just for fun if you're trying to hunt for something that's like kind of rare mm-hmm. um but yeah that's my first experience but you mentioned thrifting becoming more of a trend these days why do you think that is you know i don't know if i really know the answer what i want <laughs> to say is that macklemore really put it on the map again with his song <laughs> don't mention macklemore. oh my gosh in love i was in love with that song uh, but I don't actually know when it started to get popular again. All I know is that I felt real salty when all of a sudden it was the cool thing to do. And <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. You know what? I feel the same. I feel the same way because I remember when I was doing the thrifting for fun in high school, I was going more often with my aunt and I was like, okay. And then I had all these different bags. And I was like proud of them. I'm like, you know, thrifted this. And then like I and we get into this next trend I guess of fast fashion became more and more and more of a thing and I was like I felt like I was just rocking these I didn't feel good I ended up not feeling as good about these thrifted items that I had because I was like that wasn't the trend like you know it were I don't even know what the trends were those days um in high school but like it definitely wasn't what what I was thrifting or thought I was thought was cool at the time so I ended up begging my mom let's go at least to ross or mervyn's or somewhere so i can at least get something that the new clothes are Mm -hmm. or kohl's if we were feeling like we could afford the sales at that time you know um so i i like ended up donating or giving away those clothes or those items that i thought were cool at that time that i thrifted because it wasn't the trend but now that it is more of a trend i'm like what so now it's cool to have like a kind of faded shirt like from the early 2000s i'm like what's happening I literally like when did this become a thing to the thrift store <laughs> i went to crossroads this past weekend to drop some clothes off and see if they'd buy them and i found a really awesome pair of jeans and a santa cruz t-shirt i've been wanting to buy cut it made it a crop top because that's who i am now i am the queen <laughs> of crop tops apparently make one and then i make a million um but i'm yeah. i'm really glad that it has become a thing that people do 
and it's not necessarily I don't think so much a trend anymore so much as it is just acceptable and actually kind of cool if you can say oh I got this and thrifted it and made it my own so I mean I'm happy about it I hope that that stays forever because you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and I know that our guest is going to have a lot of insight on how it could benefit us as a whole as a community to do more thrifting so I'm excited to get to that so without further ado, let's introduce our wonderful guest that we have here today to share with us all about the benefits of thrifting and giving us a little bit more insight on the benefits of upcycling as well. So Ashley, um, if you can tell our audience a little bit more about yourself, that would be great. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be here. My name is Ashley Dawson, and I am the founder and CEO and now president of Recycle to Riches. It is an online nonprofit right now, um, and we founded in 2015, just a regular business doing business as, as an upcycled um, brand, actually. So we were taking clothes and making them into something else. And then we, just by owning a company, I realized that our entire production system in general in this world needs help. So we set out to become a nonprofit. And as of 2021, this year, we're a nonprofit, 501c3. And we like to say we're changing the culture of consumption through communication, collaboration, and community education. So very happy to be here and pursue our passion. Yeah, and I was actually um, taking a look at your website because I know you sent us some resources and it just is awesome. Um, Your background was actually you were studying fashion and you realized through that process that, um, again, the whole consumption, fast fashion industry inspired you um, to get into the, you know, trying to change that type of community. So um, in your definition, then what is thrifting and what is upcycling? I can say this first, a lot of people are going to have an individual definition of this. So let me just do it on my own personal opinion um, and not just have a massive definition of it. But for me, upcycling is taking something I found and creating something else out of it um, or adding to that garment itself. Um, Maybe changing it, a t-shirt into a crop top maybe changing a t-shirt into a market bag. All of these for me are actually upcycling. And then when you're talking about thrifting, it's truly finding incredible items that you love. Either it's your favorite brand name or it's your favorite um, whatever it could be, but it's it's doesn't necessarily have to be vintage anymore. A lot of people are thinking that thrifting is just vintage and it doesn't have to be anymore. It really is just curating your own style out of what already is out there from either a thrift store or, um, you know, just a secondhand store even is considered thrifting as well. That's interesting that you bring that up and that um, thrifting could be a different definition for everyone because when Vanessa and I were having our conversation um, we were talking about um, our first experiences with with thrifting and for me mostly it's always been when I'm doing some sort of I gravitate towards thrift stores or secondhand stores when I am um, doing a project of some sort making a costume so instead of going and buying new garments I'm trying to go to 
a thrift shop so that I can not only buy things usually at a cheaper price instead of going and buying a full costume for probably five times more that it would cost, but trying to do that DIY, do it myself um, type of thing and using a thrift shop or a secondhand store seems to help with that. So that's interesting. Okay, yeah, um, I know that it's become some a trend in the past couple years to frequent thrift shops, um, but I know that some people, including myself and Vanessa, um, we find that um, you know not everyone is comfortable with the idea of thrift shopping or going to secondhand stores. So, what do you think um, makes people uncomfortable with that whole process or getting into the idea of thrifting more often? I do see this a lot in my industry of upcycling and thrifting um, and just in sustainability as a whole, actually. Um, I find that people think that thrifting is uncomfortable because it's someone else's item. And I always say, uh, it's new to you. People don't realize, but it's a new item to you because you've never had it in your closet ever, right? And right. and people think when they're going shopping into a store and they have a tag on that item and they got it from that store and it smells all clean, that it's clean. Well, let me tell you, I'm uncomfortable when I go into stores like that because I know where those garments have actually been. They're not new. Those new garments you think you're purchasing are not brand new. They have been in the hands of millions of people through their life cycle and through that production process. And so you think you have a new garment in your hands, but guess what? Four other people just tried that on and left pit stains on that shirt. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the same concept that we have with new clothes that is of thrift clothes, but we just have to change the culture and the concept of thrifting. It's new to you is what we like to say to make it less uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, that's that's I love that because it is new to you. And one of the things that Vanessa was saying to um, me was that, you know, she had an initial positive reaction when she first went thrift shopping with her mom in um, middle school. But it was she was given a negative um, connotation about it later on. She was like, hey, everyone should know about this because you can get this cute jean skirt or this top for you know half the price that you would if you were to go to a department store but then it was actually her um her parent that was saying you can't tell anyone about um that we shop at the goodwill or this or that and i mean i mean not to say anything negative about her mom but i guess she grew up with that connotation that you're talking about that we seem to think that um as a society that going to a thrift shop makes it seem like it's not new or it's dirty somehow and that's just not the case um, that you're saying yeah it's something new to you Um, okay well let's kind of transition it over to a different question here Um, what do you enjoy about your industry in upcycling and thrifting items and making them new okay this is an easy question my (laughs) favorite part of this whole entire process is i I can 100% guarantee that that item is for that person. When I have a thrift rack and one human being picks it out and it 
fits them perfectly. They are drawn to it. And then the next person looks at it and doesn't like it. That tells me that that item is for that particular person. And it, it lights that person up. And, and every single item that you thrift shop is for your unique style. And what I get to see as the thrifter and as the curator of different thrift racks that we have around um, Southern California, I get to see those individuals really getting drawn to that particular piece that was just picked out just for them and I never knew it. So I get to meet the faces of the people that are supposed to be with these items. And that's really what I love. I like that you say that because I... the. The way that I found out about Recycle to Riches was actually because I bought a garment from one of the racks um, that you you probably curated, and I just didn't know. Um, I was actually at um, Wasteless Shop in Manhattan Beach, and I was there trying to purchase um, some, you know, the shampoo bars and the conditioner bars that they have there. And then I saw this rack of clothes in front of the store, and so I just casually looked through it and found myself a top, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna just buy this because I love Star Wars, and it's a uh, I I I haven't seen this top before, so I'm gonna purchase it. So, I actually saw the tag on it. I'd never heard of the organization before, and I think it was actually the cashier that helped me. She's like, "You should actually hang on to that tag and go follow them on on Instagram." So that's how I found out about you and your organization. Oh, that's so, awesome that's to hear. That's so yeah. good to hear, and that's awesome. You have the Star Wars shirt. I know exactly <laughs> the one you have. I'm so happy. It fits perfectly with your personality, and that's so good to hear. Yay. I, I love that you have that connection to the clothes that you are um, curating for people, so that's awesome. Um, so let's just talk about, you're talking about curating clothes and, and going into store, people going into these secondhand stores or thrift stores and finding things that are new to them or f- specific to their style. So why do you think it's an important practice for people to consider for those who are not used to the idea of, you know, going into these secondhand stores and finding things like that? Yeah, number one is environmental for me. Um, when I'm buying something that is brand new and no one else had it on their body, um, I know the amount of scarce resources it took to even create that garment itself. So for example, I think it takes maybe, I think it's like 42 uh, gallons of water to make one t-shirt. Um, and, and that is just ridiculous. So you picture that kind of and don't quote me on that percentage because it's not exact, um, but I, it's, a, it's a crazy amount of water yeah. to create one garment, one shirt. And so for me, it's always the environmental decision for, for me to use way less of our scarce resources by buying what's already out there. Um, we have enough. We produce enough in this world and we don't need to buy new. And for those that can't see, I'm quoting buy new because, <laughs> air yeah, air quotes are up, people, because buy new is so not new. And that I know the environmental impact when I buy new versus when I'm buying secondhand. Yeah, and um, it's something that I have been trying to be more conscious of as well, just on a, on a personal level. Um, I, I notice that when, um, you know, you buy the... And I know that not everyone can have 
you know, access to a lot of these stores. It's kind of a, it's a privilege, I think, in some aspects to be able to consider those aspects. Sometimes it's easier for folks or more accessible to, for folks to access their local Ross or what have you, this like more of the fast fashion. And I get that, but I do notice the quality of things are not that great. And like, I, I know that a lot of times, you know, you're not trying people's intentions are not to be like a outfit repeater or something like that. Um, but then I, I always see that the, when the trends are happening, when you buy certain like dress, uh, you see that same dress on the next person. And it's just if you were to go to a store, to a thrift shop, you could probably find something that's a little bit unique and you can kind of cater it to yours, um, to your personal style. Um, so, I, yeah, that's interesting that you say that. Um, my next question that I have for you is um, you already ki- you already touched on it in, in your last um, answer, but you know how uh, what are other ways that thrifting or upcycling things that you currently have in your closet or in your home? How can that positively impact the community? I know that you touched on um, the environmental aspect on it. I don't know if you just want to add on to that. Yeah, definitely want to add on. I, it's good for the environment, number one. Number two, you mentioned your own unique style. Um, having your own unique style really defines yourself for you, and that'll help you be better for your own community that you're in. When you know yourself a bit more, it helps you with the community. Um, and then also, if you think about it, if you guys came together as a community and shared the clothes you already had and maybe did like a swap meet of sorts, I love that. yeah, so this is something that would really help you get to know the people that are around you and your neighbors and things like that and grow the community that you have right around you. Um, it's an amazing way to communicate and collaborate and get that education happening that we always focus on. So yeah, we are, we're planning some definitely in, in Los Angeles next year. Um, just look into it and try to figure out if your community has some form of swap meet that's happening so that you can change your clothes with your neighbor and, and keep it in the loop with your community. As is tradition in um, our uh, the Uncomfortable podcast, we usually like to end our episodes with, um, you know, addressing how to be okay with it. We talk about uncomfortable topics most of the time and um, thrifting and getting used to the idea or even being aware of the impact that the clothing industry has um, is an uncomfortable topic to talk about and um, you know I was once just wondering just from your expertise and your experience in the industry is there any other bits of advice for that you would like to give to someone or insights that you'd like to give to someone who may be hesitant who has maybe you know all their life they've known just the fast fashion easy accessible um, clothing options or even you know department stores Um, any advice uh, to help them maybe get a little bit more okay with or comfortable with the idea of um, inserting thrifting and upcycling into their lifestyle I have a great great little bit for you that the people out there and and the ones listening that feel that they can't wear someone else's item or or they just feel like I can't thrift. It's just I can't go in there and shop someone else's Sometimes clothes. It can be overwhelming too. Just exactly. The mass of everything. Exactly. Right? And the racks. 
Oh yeah, it gets crazy. So if you feel like you can't do that, at least transform your own closet that you already have. Find a tailor that you like going to. Reach out to Recycle to Riches and we'll do it for you. But redo what you already have in your closet. Simply use something that's already out there. It doesn't have to be thrifting. It can be something that's already in your own closet. You can send it off to remakers that redesign it for you and make it brand new to you, a totally different item. And it's something that you've already owned. It's yours. It's not someone else's germs or anything like that, you know, and this will help you transition. Customizing your items and getting into redesigning your own items will help you transition into the thrift section and the thrift category, definitely. Yeah, that's great advice. Kind of taking a look at what you already have in your closet and you don't even need to step a foot into a store if you can just take a look at what you can transform in your own closet. I get that. That's a great first step. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. I I do want to give a shout out to your organization. I know we mentioned it multiple times, but um, here's an opportunity again. Where can our listeners find you, follow your organization, and any last bits of information that you'd like to share with our audience today? Have at it. Oh, thank you so much. So yes, it was a pleasure being here, by the way. And it is Recycle Two Riches with the number two, remember? Numeral. Yeah, the numeral number. Um, and so Recycle to Riches is really here again to just communicate, collaborate, and bring community education. And I just want to point out that in Dece- uh, come January 2022, we're going to be having a directory, an online directory for sustainable and ethical brands and services. So you'll be able to go and find incredible services all around America to start mainly in Los Angeles. That's where we're based. So that's where we find the most brands and services. So that'll be coming out January 2022 on RecycleToRiches.org. And you'll get to have that as a resource. Great. Awesome. Definitely check out Recycle to Riches, everyone that's listening. Um, Thank you again, Ashley, for being here and giving us your insight and I don't know, inspiring me and hopefully others that are listening to have at it. I know it could be a little intimidating when you step into that um, secondhand store, but just look at it as finding something new for you. That's the that's what I'm taking from this conversation that we've had today. So thank you again, Ashley. Thank you all for listening today. And be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Instagram at I'm Uncomfortable.podcast. And we release new episodes every Tuesday. So we will see you.